Welcome to China Manufacturing Decoded from Sophist, the podcast where we take you through the major news and topics facing importers and manufacturers in China and Asia today. Hi everyone, thanks for joining us here on China Manufacturing Decoded again. It's episode 92 this time. I'm Adrian from the Sophist team and I'm joined by our CEO and host Renaud Angeran. Renaud, hi. Hey there. Hi everybody. How are you doing, Renaud? You good? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Ready to go. How about you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're sort of we're now into the post Chinese New Year period, just about. So it's、uh, it's quite an interesting time of the year, isn't it? Yeah, just you know, restarting everything, restarting all the activities. Some activities that can't really wait.、Um, a lot of people have been waiting on some、uh, some some. Engineering developments, or even some、mm-hmm. some production or some kitting, so all of these have you know they have some pressure to to go ahead. And then on the other extreme, you have some project managers and projects where it's it's about working with you know suppliers, you know who who are still on holiday or or,、mm-hmm. or you know very slowly resuming work, and also the quality assurance teams. Well. In China, they, yeah, they, they're really not busy at all these days. Following up a bit on the, the work in、uh, in India, Bangladesh,、uh, Vietnam, and so on, but not really not much going on in China.、Uh, everybody finished the batches and shipped everything they could before CNY. So when it resumes, this you know the the, the holidays for them are not two weeks; it is more like、uh, five weeks, kind of. Yeah,、And、half the team is on extended holiday. Uh, mm-hmm. More than half the team, actually.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So still getting through it. Okay. So today's topic. Actually, we're continuing our series where we've been discussing how to do your own sourcing from China, and that's everything from finding suppliers for your products through to getting them made. And so far, we've discussed hard skills、uh, in episodes one to four. And that includes identifying suppliers, negotiating your terms, specifications, managing projects, checking product quality. If you're listening and you're thinking, "Hang on, I, I don't think I've heard these." Don't worry, I'll leave some links in the show notes to those. But sourcing from China also includes soft skills, right? And this is where our attention turns today. We're going to focus on how to build rapport. With your supplier or, or suppliers,、uh, I suppose Renault. It go, kind of goes without saying that you need a good relationship with suppliers. So, you know, please just set the scene by giving some reasons why it's advantageous to build that good relationship. Basically, it's through situations when you work with a Chinese supplier, you know. Situation one maybe is they don't even know you. They see your name, they see some PO numbers and 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 you know some samples you sent to them or whatever,、uh, but they,、mm. they don't know you and everything is very dehumanized and all in written form and everything.、Um, and that you know, if the the business itself, the amount of money and And the, the ease for them of treating your orders are, are are all good. That might be fine, okay. And as long as there's really no issues, and we, we'll talk about that.、Um, mm-hmm. 
situation two maybe is that they actually know you they know you know your face they know what you like what you don't like and, and whatever um you've you've been there they've seen you they've shaken hands they've you know you had a big dinner together uh you know cracked some jokes and told some stories and showed some photos of the family and all these kind of things um and you know and what i'm going to basically explain in this uh, episode is that this is positive it's not necessarily sufficient though but it, it's positive and, and mm. let's say this situation too let, let's say this way they um they know who you are and they have a positive impression about you okay it also comes from what you do through the business relationship and the, the hiccups that tend to happen from time to time situation number three is they know you and actually they don't like you Right. Nice. So um, it might be that, you know, th- there's a word, you know, mafan, <laughs> you know, is uh, just someone who's like a pain. Right. Mm. Uh, that that, that you, you hear that in China a lot. Uh, you know, mafan call. Okay. The, the, this customer is a pain. Well, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean that they will not do things. You know, the boss might say, no, no, no. Hey, guys, you know, this is it's a lot of money at stake. You know, we really need these guys. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be a big hole in our schedule and everything. You know, we need to yeah. um, need to make them keep keep them around, keep them happy. The people are going to be like, ah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. you know, and and they don't really like you. And when there's three urgent things to work on, well, the ones from the customers they like will tend to go first. You know, these these kind of things, uh, and and. Maybe the the good people would tend to say, "Well, I, I need to work on that stuff," and then they leave it to uh, more junior staff who don't have a choice what what projects they follow, uh, and then you you end up working with uh, you know very junior uh, English speaking uh, people who you know who have no clue what's going on, no experience in the company, and so on, on on their job. So these are the three situations, and as you can see, uh, there is a <laughs> Yeah, the, the, there is a difference. There is a difference. If if you have good rapport with them, if for some reason you know you need them to give you a favor, maybe for example, uh, one of our clients told us, "Oh yeah, this um, you know we we placed the order, but it was kind of too late. Uh, but our customers really needed it fast, and then we pushed the factory, and they 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 hurried up, they prioritized our orders, and then they shipped everything uh, ten days earlier." You know, what well, that would not really happen if you are, you know, if they don't like you, uh, and especially if your business is so, you know, not very uh, significant, right? If business is significant, they don't really like you, they might still do it, uh, but it's less likely, right? And of course, that customer then um, uh, flew in some presents for them and, and you know, you know, uh, made it very clear that it was very, very highly appreciated. And then since a favor, of course, next time, maybe is the supplier who needs a favor or who screws up a bit. Well, the customer will have to be a bit more patient with them and say, sure. well, yeah, okay, you know, let's work together on that. And that's what the Chinese side expects, reciprocity. And we're going to go mm. through a few key uh, topics, key themes as you know as a preamble to, to this episode so people really understand the thinking of the chinese size but 
one a, a big one is reciprocity is give and take it's um if they give you a favor on something if you say no no please you know so it, it could be a lower price it could be whatever they expect reciprocity on something mm-hmm. even if it's not said it's not clearly you know agreed and, and everything so yeah just i talked about price well if they agree to a lower price, say, okay, well, we're not really making much money, da, 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 you know, okay, but like they show you that it's costing them. That's what they're doing. And then when you come back and say, well, quality is not, not something I can accept. Look at this, look at that. Then they will feel that you're unreasonable because, mm-hmm. you know, they made an effort on price. You should make an effort on quality. To, to them, everything is at the same level, except... Of course, the Chinese suppliers were very, very used to working with export customers, and you know, and they understand. And especially if the quality issues might be related to compliance and safety, and okay, you know, these these folks they they can understand. But I'm talking about 95 plus percent of uh, of Chinese exporting companies. They do not understand. They really have this uh, this understanding that everything is linked. Right, so reciprocity is a big thing. Yeah, and the, I think you've you've written before. You know, uh, maybe a lot of this is stems from the cultural side of things, and this is maybe something that if you're not used to dealing with Chinese suppliers, or you know, you haven't lived in China like I have, or, or you have, of course, that that um, it might be a little bit foreign. And I, I guess that's the adv- that's the correct word, isn't it? It's foreign, right? Mm-hmm. But Foreign doesn't mean bad or wrong, but it's something that has to be gotten used to. And that's what this episode's about. And it's different. <laughs> yeah. And you've got that sort of village, almost sort of like village. Yes. Um, I don't want to say mentality. I think more like um, oh, kind yeah. of like setup where people know mm. each other. So if they do, if they do them, if they do their neighbor a favor, they'll expect one in return. And, you know, and then does that spill over into the business side of things? And that brings me on to the next point, actually, because I think, I think it'd be good for you to explain, you know, maybe the concept of, of the inner or outer circle to, to yeah, Chinese right. suppliers and Chinese people. Yeah. The Chinese people in general. Mm. So if, to 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 someone in China, yeah, there's there's like circles. You you that's the way. That's the best way to think about it. I think you have the inner circle. You know, if you're a family member, well, okay, that's long term relationship. That's there's trust, right? Um, if you are, um, for, you know, you went through the, to the same school or something, okay, that's kind of okay inner circle. You know, you you're in the network. Uh, if if you are, I don't know, if it's someone from uh, Chaozhou or Meijo or whatever, who, who who moved to Shenzhen, and then they find each other and like, oh yeah yeah, uh, you know same hometown, uh, cool, and they already feel a connection right here, right? Yeah, and 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 that's their primary way of deciding whom to trust or not to trust, I would say, and then. You have, you know, and then they, they, they get a booth on the Canton Fair. Or, okay, that, 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 that was a few years ago now. But they, they get on um, Alibaba.com or GlobalSources.com. And then they have some people that they've never heard of before contact them. Well, these people are in, in the outer circle. You know, there's no trust. Mm. Now, 
know that there's a certain game to be played and everything, but you know that's the, the cultural uh, context here, right? They they don't care about you, you know, if you're in the outer circle. They don't think long term about how to keep you in their network, how to get the relationship going and keep it going for years and years. They they don't tend to do that. It's something that's mm-hmm. Very much expected in in Europe, in North America, and so on, where you know you're in business and you just want the business to grow, and of course you need to to keep some long term customers, and you know, and and you from the start you think okay how to make this a long term thing, and um, but but to the Chinese side this is less obvious. I would say this way. I don't want to be mm. too black and black, black and white, but sure. um, it's. You know, you're in the outer circle. You need to understand that you know, at the start, and you might, you know, move gradually to the inner circle. Chinese people tend to be pretty open about, you know, foreigners, you know, people from totally from another country and everything. There's, there's no, um, you know, there's some countries where it's much harder actually to to get closer than China. That's a good side of China. Uh, but you have to be aware of uh, wh- where it starts, right? So that, that's the concept of inner versus outer uh, circle. Mm. So in order to sort of break into that inner circle, to which is, in, this, in essence, building a better rapport, is it worth trying to sort of make friends with, with your supplier, with the staff there? It helps, but you have to be aware that just because you have, how to say, yeah, you 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 spend time with them and you um, they invited you to a, to a nice dinner and da 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 da, da. you know, and they they, uh, they showed you photos of their kids and everything. Uh, you are not in the inner circle yet. You know, it takes time. Mm. It takes time. So I would say, yes, of course, it cannot help. You have to show them you are human. You're a person. And you're opening up, and you are actually interested in them as a person. That definitely helps. However, you know, just to one or two encounters and like everybody's so nice and da 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 and giving you gifts and and whatnot and then to think, whoa, you know, they they're totally into me. You know, we're like we're like um, we're like old friends. You know, well, <laughs> not exactly, <laughs> not true, not true, not yet, not yet. Yeah, and and it, even if you do have that sort of uh, friendly relationship that shouldn't also come before the business as well right yes i would say um business first you know that the, the you might have heard that uh, you know china is the country of who knows who and it's all about personal relationships and things like that mm. uh, that that's true to an extent however the business interest has to be there and you have to show that you you defend your business and they will they will respect you for that you know, as long as it's seen as in a in a balanced and fair way, I think that that is so important. What I just said, you know, it's got to you, your actions have to be seen as balanced, fair, reasonable, right? And this is even more true maybe with Chinese people than than other countries. They can get offended by something they see as very unfair, something quite important to them, and. If they make mistakes, that's fine. Uh, you know that 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 will happen. They can expect that you will get back to them and complain about it. 
and that you would not be very happy. You know, as long as it's clear that it's a mistake, you understand, you 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 don't want to just put them down. So that, that brings us to the third concept that we wanted to clarify, you know, is the concept of face. Um, if you yes. if they, they see you as just trying to put them down and, you know, belittle them, um, make them feel really small, and especially, especially in public, especially if, you know, there's a lot of people in CC in an email or in a conference call, other people listening. And, and then you, you start to really say, you know, you, you really did a, a bad job and what's wrong with you and, and things like that. Mm. That, you know, you, they're losing face. They're using some, let's say, valuable uh, social credits. And you are losing them as a support in, in their company, mm. right? Don't, yeah, don't play with that. Be respectful to people, right? Act in a, in a, in a fair and balanced way and reasonable and predictable. Uh, be as predictable as possible. Um, you have to tell them if certain things are very important, write it to them, black and white, ask them to confirm it, write, writing. Uh, make sure you actually, make sure that they understand the consequences of it. You know, that's something, um, actually I found that useful in training our Chinese staff if you want them to really understand the, the in and out of you know, potential mistakes of risks, you have to actually explain, you know, this is, cost, this is going to cost that much because this is going to happen and then all of these people will be impacted and then blah, 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 blah. And then they get it. You know, they, they're not dumb. But you, you kind of have to do that. And then if you do that properly and they make a mistake and you get back to them and you're pissed, well, they totally understand and will really apologize. If you've done all of that, you know, in, in, in advance and they really feel, they will feel bad and they, they'll be more likely to, um, to, to, to work with you and a way to make sure it doesn't, doesn't happen again and, and pay a lot of attention to it and so on. Right? Sure. So, yeah, uh, the key, the key words here is, you know, fair and balanced and no uh, surprises and, yeah. um, you know, predictable if possible. Emphasize what is important to you and why in mm. advance, make sure they understand the, the, the implications of that and never lash out on someone in public because they would just hate you for that. They would, yeah. I've seen cases where, you know, I remember a while that was, like, I don't know, the first time it would become really obvious to me, um, maybe 15 years ago or more. And um, yeah, about 15 years ago, we're in a factory and you have this French customer, you know, French, you know, we like to complain loudly sometimes uh, to be a pain. Uh, and, you know, and we found some issues on, on some products. And then the, 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 um, there was the merchandiser, well, who had very little to do with that. It was mistakes more in the process of, um, of finishing the product anyway. Um, and the product, was, the, 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 the customer was taking the, the product and showing it, nearly shoving them in the face of the merchandiser. Like, look at that, look at that, you know, what's wrong? What, you know, do you understand this is really bad? Blah, blah, blah. And like, they keep asking some questions. And then after that, I asked him, yeah, why? And then the merchandiser, I totally blanked out, you know. Um, and then the, the, the French guy kept going, you know, because he didn't have a response. So he kept going. So it was like, you know, terrible in the Chinese eyes. But after that, I asked the, the, the customer, I said, hey, uh, you know, why, why why you do it that way? I'm not sure that's the most appropriate, actually, if you want to get to certain results. And it's like, no, no, you know, it's like um, 
it's like when you train a dog, you know, they, they like the shit in the house and, and then you, you really need to show them that it's bad and like stick their face into it and whatever. And then they don't, mm. they don't do it again. And I was like, this is the worst image you could, <laughs> you could, you could, uh, you could conjure. I mean, this is, this is the last thing you need to do here. This is the exact opposite of what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What he should have done is go to a blackboard and say, okay, these are the production processes here, 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 right? Okay, where does this originate? And, you know, and what, like, step-by-step logical and then make it very non-personal. Uh, otherwise, yeah. if you're just blaming and not problem-solving, then uh, you, you're not going to go very far. No. Although I think the whole concept of face, and I, I think rightfully the Chinese member of staff that was, you know, faced with that situation rightfully has, has um, you know, a good case to say, do you know what, I'm not going to listen to this guy. And uh, and I think everybody can agree with that. But but um, I think the whole concept of face can be a little bit daunting because it's it's again, it's sort of quite foreign. But honestly, when you're in China, I don't think you need to go around, you know, walking on eggshells, basically just behave like you would in your own country. Just be be, you know, Respectful. just give people normal respect and yeah. communicate normally. If there's an issue, just talk one on one behind closed doors or whatever. It's, mm. you know, um it, it, blowing your top in the factory if you did it in America or France or the UK, that probably wouldn't really be acceptable. So why is it okay in China? That, that is true, yes. And then you have the people who go totally the other way are kind of really afraid of alienating their 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 supplier. And they're like, oh, we've got to be really careful here. It's China, you know, like already probably uh, don't, uh, don't follow their etiquette and they probably already see me as a barbarian i need to be careful and like i need to speak to them in soft tone and be very very understated Mm. in everything i say and 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 i'm like look you know these people are very direct you know most of them they grew up in the countryside and they you know they're very direct in in factories you know these days you go to a factory in china and you, you listen to them especially in production how they speak and it's like, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, it can be pretty direct. Um, so I, w- I would not say sugarcoat too much because they might actually not even understand or, yeah. or, or they might think, well, they say it, but it looks like it's not very important, you know. Um, however, do not scold people in front of other people. You know, I think that's oh. the one thing that you, that, that you need to, um, to keep in mind. And for the rest, I would not worry too much. Yeah, good, uh, good tips there. I think that's that's very, very fair, uh, and that definitely aligns with my experience as well. So uh, that's kind of the cultural side of things addressed. If we're going to go and build good rapport with our Chinese supplier, what sort of tips can you provide today? Then uh, I suppose the first is is regarding mm. seeing them. Uh, yes. Yes. As I say, is if they know who you are, you you stand a better chance already of uh, having their attention, having mm-hmm. them you know think about you, and respond to your email which is <laughs> uh, with Chinese suppliers is, is not always a given. So, if you ask me, you know, three years ago before COVID, well, of course you need to go there, and then you have yeah. you know you have regular production. You need to be there several times a year, and most 
most purchasers or purchasing managers were doing a trip like four or five times a year, right? Um, I mean, once they have substantial business, you know, that, that word makes sense. You don't just go once a year. And yeah, I remember some people were like, oh, I haven't come for five years now. Yeah, I mean, the price goes up like crazy. I have all kinds of issues. I don't know why. Well, yeah, you better come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better come. Now, these days, what I would say is you have to schedule some regular calls at least once a month, uh, probably every two weeks, maybe even every week if it's if there's substantial uh, work, uh, substantial developments uh, underway. And make it video calls. It can be brief, you know, have sort of um, set up sort of an outline of the topics you want to cover. And then after that, okay, who has to do what? You know, make it simple for them to, to follow up. But even a, a 10 minutes quick call with video regularly will go a long way, will really help you stay top of mind. That's really um, something that not many people do but i think it's a mistake mm. yeah and you've mentioned before you know that the mo- keeping the motivation going with chinese suppliers if they feel like a project is maybe getting a bit stale or or, or it's quite mm. slow they might they may move on to something else which is a bit more attractive so if you're not uh, if you're not being mm. seen then maybe that also makes that more likely right uh, yes absolutely absolutely mm. i mean out of sight, out of mind, right? Yeah. And it's human nature. I, I, I should not have to say that. Is it, sure. is it more important with Chinese suppliers? Probably because they're the, just the, the difference in the ways of thinking are such that, you know, th- there are more misunderstandings. And because of all of these misunderstandings, you know, regular checkups are very important. Right. But apart from that, I mean, it's it's just human nature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the next point is how to be seen as, and I'm using air quotes here, a good customer. You want to be seen as a good customer. No. um, Yeah, that's for sure. No doubt. Yeah. So just, you know, again, just to repeat, you know, if you're seen as a good Mm -hmm. customer, they will tend to, uh, to 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 bend over backward when you need something, they would need they would, they would tend to 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 respond to your request for you know little favors or you know extra attention to something or whatever, uh, and they would be afraid of of losing you, right? They might mm-hmm. you know they are less likely maybe to try to gouge you on price and so on. So um, you know good customers for them are the business the, the customers that will still be there maybe in four or five years and make profits along the way, right? That's, that's a good customer. And also, you you know, if you have a really bad image in their eyes as a person, you will not be seen as a good customer. You will see, you know, again, as a mafan customer, a pain. Mm. Um, and and it's it's hard for the people working for you to to, to uh, make an abstraction of that. They will not forget it, right? So, well, how to do it? Well, that's exactly what I said earlier. You know, you have yes. to act in a reasonable way. Uh, pretty, as predictable as possible. Communicate a lot about what's important to you. Obviously, they need to make a profit, so don't squeeze them too much. If your orders are growing, 
that's a bonus. If you don't ask them to do a lot of new developments, that's a bonus. You know, that's like the easier customer. Easier is better, of course. <laughs> you don't threaten them, you know, oh yeah, it's, it's like this, you know, maybe next time I work with one of your competitors or something, you know, they tend to um, not like that too much. And if you are reasonable, predictable, uh, fair, and so on, when something goes wrong, because things do go wrong, you know, there's, there's so many things that can happen, whatever, maybe the, mm. one of the components is going to arrive late, going to delay production, um, you know, one of the testing stations is going to stop working for some reason, whatever, right? Um when things go wrong and it impacts you, if they're afraid that you're going to lash out at them and everything, they will not tell you. You just wait, try to mm-hmm. figure out how to catch up behind your back. And then when it's really impossible, and like, you know, especially for delays, you will notice it, but they will tell you about the last minute and then they will like bracing themselves. How are they going to react? You know, that's not good. That's not, you don't want that. And then there are many cases where they actually hope that, you may not notice, right? Quality issues. Oh, we yeah, we used, you know, another material. Oh, um, yes, yeah, sorry, just a mistake. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what do we do now, right? You know, if you are unreasonable in yeah, unreasonable in their eyes, we just say, well, I'm not buying that. Sorry, um, I don't care. You know, and you're going to be responsible for everything. You're going to be late mm. for the next production. It's going to be at your cost, and you're going to ship it by air and everything because you're late is your fault that in their eyes is unreasonable now if you try to say well this is really a mess up I mean, guys you know like what, what did happen and um okay okay um let me see on my side if we can accept it or not maybe we need to do some uh, special uh, bunch of tests to to make sure it works the same way uh, maybe we need to uh, discuss with a key customer and maybe give them a discount so they accept it and things like that you know but mm. you you try to do your your share of the work and they will love you for that right so and of course you if it's something that's unacceptable it's unacceptable you need to explain it to them but again it comes back to you need to be very predictable you know if you document your requirements and you explain in great length and very ca- clearly why you cannot accept certain things and you know what the, the full implications are then they will not be surprised uh, there was a like yeah yeah really you know we, we messed up like it's really our fault we cannot um yeah of course they cannot accept that right that's what you want that's what you mm. want and, and i suppose that's connected uh, quite a great deal to things like your product development agreement manufacturing agreement your quality standards which we've spoken about so much and yes. and that's connected here isn't it true yes correct mm. especially quality okay. standards yes mm, mm, absolutely uh, we've kind of already spoken about being polite and that that that's also part of being a good customer in their eyes so I, i'm not going to go back over the whole being polite we've been over that when we spoke about the concept of face however uh, another point to talk about is sort of how you're communicating and maybe utilizing email in a sort of careful way Hmm. right email is non-personal and 
you need to be careful what the tone of your email is because if you send an email when you 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 have some bad news and you respond to them you want to push them you know pretty harsh um you know maybe you write in all capitalized letters maybe you 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 put something like you know you use very strong words even mm. some bad words maybe in bold and red and so on well um you know same thing as we discussed before this just looks like um <laughs> the, the work of an insane person you know <laughs> to them and mm. um and it and they will imagine you actually you know screaming at them and you're not going to like it so be careful, you know, you need to be factual. You need to be, I mean, I see a lot of people when they exchange emails with Chinese suppliers, they go like, okay, I have three topics here. Number one, number two, number three, please respond point by point. And that is really helpful because they, they will tend to respond to something. And if it's something they don't really want to respond to or whatever is not so easy for them, they would just not respond, and then you have to mm. go back and say, "Oh, what about that?" Da, 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 you know, you need to make it clear that you know there's a structure. Please follow the structure. It's not that difficult. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, th- this is a good tip, I would say. Mm. Okay, good. Well, that's three, uh, you know, very, very uh, important ways to build rapport, and it just goes to show that you know. You've done so much work when you're sourcing suppliers and, you know, getting everything ready to go into product development and then production. But actually understanding the cultural side of things is also really important to getting a good result. So that's been very, very helpful, Renaud. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to this podcast brought to you by the Sophie's Group. We're on a mission to provide you with everything you need to manufacture effectively in Asia, including inspections, auditing, new product development support, contract manufacturing, 3PL warehousing and fulfillment, and much, much more across Asia's key manufacturing areas. Visit us at sofeast.com, that's S-O-F-E-A-S-T dot com, to learn more and get help. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please do rate, review and share, because it will really help others discover us too.